Hi and welcome to Sleep Cove. Please listen to this recording in a place where you can safely go to sleep. Hi and I hope everyone's doing really well this week. And this episode there's going to be a sleep meditation for reflection and mindfulness and I hope it really calms everyone down who may be having anxiety recently and helps you get a great night's sleep. Before the sleep meditation, there is a bonus reading of the classic tale of Cinderella, but please feel free to skip that if you want to go straight to the sleep meditation. Get a head start this year with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is making it even easier and more convenient to cook fresh in 2020. There's 21 recipes to choose from, and it's easy to find something to fit in every lifestyle and suit every taste. This week, we've eaten an absolutely delicious risotto and I'll soon be cooking a beef stew, so can't wait for that. What I like about HelloFresh is that it's time-saving, you get all the ingredients sent to you with all the instructions and you just have to follow some simple recipes. For the simple way to cook fresh, HelloFresh is offering you Sleep Cove listeners 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three boxes. If you're in the UK, head to hellofresh.co.uk and use code SLEEPCOVE to receive 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three. That is 50% off your first box and 35% off for the rest of the month. Head to hellofresh.co.uk to choose your favourite recipes for your first box. Please go to 23 minutes and 30 seconds to go straight to the sleep meditation. And let's begin. Cinderella Once there was a gentleman who married for a second wife, the proudest and most haughty woman that was ever seen. She had, by a former husband, two daughters of her own humour, who were indeed exactly like her in all things. He had likewise by another wife, a young daughter, but of unparalleled goodness and sweetness of temper, which she took from her mother, who was the best creature in the world. No sooner were the ceremonies of the wedding over, but the mother-in-law began to show herself in her true colours. She could not bear the qualities of this pretty girl, and the less because they made her own daughters appear the more odious. She employed her in the meanest work of the house. She scoured the dishes, tables, and scrubbed the madam's chamber. She lay up in a sorry garret upon a wretched straw bed, while her sisters lay in a fine rooms, with floors all inlaid upon beds of the very newest fashion, and where they had looking-glasses so large that they might see themselves at their full length, from head to foot. 
the poor girl bore all patiently and dared not tell her father, who would have rattled her off, for his wife governed him entirely. When she had done her work, she used to go into the chimney corner and sit down among cinders and ashes, which made her commonly be called Cinder Wench. But the youngest, who was not so rude and uncivil as the elder sister, called her Cinderella. However, Cinderella, notwithstanding her mean apparel, was a hundred times handsomer than her sisters, though they were dressed very richly. It happened that the king's son gave a ball, and invited all persons of fashion to it. Our young misses were also invited, for they cut a very grand figure among the quality. They were mightily delighted at this invitation, and wonderfully busy in choosing out such gowns, petticoats, and headclothes as might become them. This was a new trouble to Cinderella, for it was she who ironed her sister's linen and plaited their ruffles. They talked all day long of nothing but how they should be dressed. For my part, said the eldest, I will wear my red velvet suit with French trimming. And I, said the youngest, shall have my usual petticoat, but then to make amends for that, I will put on my gold-flowered mantel and my diamond stomacher, which is far from being the most ordinary one in the world. They sent for the best tire woman that could get to make up their headdresses, and they had their red brushes and patches from Mademoiselle de la Pouche. Cinderella was likewise called up to them to be consulted in all these matters, for she had excellent notions, and advised them always for the best, nay, and offered her services to dress their heads, which they were very willing she should do. As she was doing this, they said to her, Cinderella, would you not be glad to go to the ball? Alas, said she, you only jeer me, it is not for such as I am to go thither, Thou art in the right of it, they replied. It would make the people laugh to see a cinder wench at a ball. Anyone but Cinderella would have dressed their heads awry, but she was very good and dressed them perfectly well. They were almost two days without eating, so much were they transported with joy. They broke above a dozen laces in trying to be laced up close, that they might have a fine slender shape, and they were continually at their looking glass. At last the happy day came, they went to court and Cinderella followed them with her eyes as long as she could, and when she had lost sight of them, she fell a-crying. Her godmother who saw her in tears, asked her what was the matter, I wish I could, I wish I could. She was not able to speak the rest, being interrupted by her tears and sobbing. 
the godmother of hers, who was a fairy, said to her, Thou wishest thou couldst go to the ball, is it not so? Yes, cried Cinderella with a great sigh. Well, said her godmother, be but a good girl, and I will contrive that thou shalt go. Then she took into her chamber, and said to her, Run into the garden, and bring me a pumpkin. Cinderella went immediately to gather the finest one she could get, and brought it to her godmother. Not being able to imagine how this pumpkin could make her go to the ball, her godmother scooped out all the insides of it, having left nothing but the rind. When done, she struck it with her wand, and the pumpkin was instantly turned into a fine coach, gilded all over with gold. She then went to look into her mousetrap, where she found six mice, all alive, and ordered Cinderella to lift up a little the trapdoor, when, giving each mouse, as it went out, a little tap with her wand. The mouse was that moment turned into a fine horse, which altogether made a very fine set of six horses of a beautiful mouse-coloured dappled grey. Being at a loss for a coachman, I will go see, says Cinderella, if there is never a rat in the rat trap, we may make a coachman of him. Thou art in the right, replied her godmother, go and look. Cinderella brought the trap to her, and in it there were three huge rats. The fairy made choice of one of the three, which had the largest beard, and having touched him with her hand, he was turned into a fat, jolly coachman, who had the smartest whiskers ever to behold. After that, she said to her, Go again into the garden, and you will find six lizards behind the watering pot. Bring them to me. She had no sooner done so, but her godmother turned them into six footmen, who skipped up immediately behind the coach, with their liveries all bedaubed with gold and silver, and clung as close behind each other as if they had done nothing else their whole lives. The fairy then said to Cinderella, Well, you see here, an equipage fit to go to the ball with. Are you not pleased with it? Oh yes, she cried, but I must go thither, as I am, in these nasty rags. Her godmother only just touched her with her wand, and at the same instant her clothes were turned into cloth of gold and silver, all beset with jewels. This done, she gave her a pair of glass slippers, the prettiest in the whole world. Being thus decked out, she got up into her coach, but her godmother, above all things, commanded her not to stay till after midnight, 
telling her at the same time that if she stayed one moment longer, the coach would be a pumpkin again. Her horses, mice, her coachman a rat, her footman lizards, and her clothes become just as they were before. She promised her godmother she would not fail of leaving the ball before midnight, and then away she drives, scarce able to contain herself for joy. The king's son, who was told that a great princess, whom nobody knew was come, ran out to receive her. He gave her his hand as she alighted out of the coach and led her into the ball among all the company. There was immediately a profound silence. They left off dancing and the violins ceased to play. So attentive was everyone to contemplate the singular beauties of the unknown newcomer. Nothing was then heard but a confused noise of Ha! Ah, how handsome she is! Ha! Ah, how handsome she is! The king himself, old as he was, could not help watching her, and telling the queen softly that it was a long time since he had seen so beautiful and lovely a creature. All the ladies were busied in considering her clothes and her headdress, that they might have some made next day after the same pattern, provided they could meet with such fine material as able hands to make them. The king's son conducted her to the most honourable seat, and afterward took her out to dance with him. She danced so very gracefully that they all more and more admired her. A fine collation was served up whereof the young prince ate not a morsel, so intently was he busied in gazing on her. She went and sat down by her sisters, showing them a thousand civilities, giving them part of the oranges and citrons which the prince had presented her, which very much surprised them, for they did not know her, while Cinderella was thus amusing her sisters, she heard the clock strike eleven and three quarters, whereupon she immediately made a curtsy to the company and hasted away as fast as she could. When she got home she ran to seek out her godmother, and after having thanked her, she said she could not but heartily wish she might go next day to the ball, because the king's son had desired her. As she was eagerly telling her godmother whatever had passed at the ball, her two sisters knocked at the door, which Cinderella ran and opened. How long have you stayed? cried she, gaping and rubbing her eyes and stretching herself as if she had just waked out of a sleep. She had not, however, any manner of inclination to sleep, since they went from home. If thou hasn't been at the ball, said one of the sisters, thou wouldn't not have been tied with it. They came thither 
the finest princess, the most beautiful ever, was seen with mortal eyes. She showed us a thousand civilities and gave us oranges and citrons. Cinderella seemed very indifferent to the matter. Indeed, she asked them the name of the princess, but they told her they did not know of it, and that the king's son was very uneasy on her account, and would give all the world to know who she was. At this, Cinderella smiling replied, She must then be very beautiful indeed. How happy you have been. Could not I see her? Ah, dear Miss Charlotte, do lend me your yellow suit of clothes, which you wear every day. I, to be sure, cried Miss Charlotte, send my clothes to such a dirty cinder wench as thou art. A fool I would be. Cinderella indeed expected well such an answer, and was very glad of the refusal, for she would have been sadly put to if her sister had lent her what she asked for jestingly. The next day the two sisters were at the ball and so was Cinderella, but dressed more magnificently than before. The king's son was always by her and never ceased his compliments and kind speeches to her, to whom all this was so far from being tiresome that she quite forgot what her godmother had recommended to her so that she at last counted the clock striking twelve when she took it to be no more than eleven. She then rose up and flared as nimble as a deer. The prince followed but could not overtake her. She left behind one of her glass slippers, which the prince took up most carefully. She got home but quite out of breath, and in her nasty old clothes, having nothing left of all her finery but one of the little slippers, fellow to that she had dropped. The guards at the palace gate were asked if they had not seen a princess go out, who said they had not seen nobody go out but a young girl, very meanly dressed, and who had more the air of a poor country wench than a gentlewoman. When the two sisters returned from the ball, Cinderella asked them if they had been well diverted, and if the fine lady had been there. They told her yes, but she was hurried away immediately when it struck twelve, and with so much haste that she dropped one of her little glass slippers, the prettiest in the world which the king's son had taken up, that he had done nothing but look at her all the time at the ball, and the most certainly he was very much in love with the beautiful person who owned the glass slipper. What they said was very true, for a few days after the king's son caused it to be proclaimed by sound of trumpet that he would marry her whose foot the slipper would just fit. They whom he employed began to try it upon the princesses, 
then the duchesses and all of the court, but in vain. It was brought to the two sisters, who did all they possibly could to thrust their foot into the slipper, but they could not affect it. Cinderella, who saw this and knew her slipper, said to them laughing, Let me see if it will not fit me. Her sisters burst out laughing and began to banter her. The gentleman who was sent to try the slipper looked earnestly at Cinderella and finding her very handsome said, It was but just that she should try and that he had orders to let everyone make trial. He obliged Cinderella to sit down and putting the slipper to her foot he found it went on very easily and fitted her as if it had been made of wax. The astonishment her two sisters were in was excessively great, but still abundantly greater when Cinderella pulled out of her pocket the other slipper and put it on her foot. Thereupon it came her godmother who having touched her with her wand Cinderella's clothes made them richer and more magnificent than any of those she had before. Now her two sisters found her to be that fine, beautiful lady whom they had seen at the ball. They threw themselves at her feet to beg pardon for all the ill treatment they had made her undergo. Cinderella took them up and as she embraced them cried that she forgave them with all her heart and desired them always to love her. She was conducted to the young prince, dressed as she was, he thought her more charming than ever and a few days after married her. Cinderella, who was no less good than beautiful, gave her two sisters lodging in the court and that very same day match them with two great lords of the court. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp is sponsoring the second part of the podcast. You can start communicating with a therapist in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, but it's professional counselling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com sleepcove that's better H-E-L-P and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. There's a special offer for all Sleep Cove listeners and get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash sleepcove. Welcome to this guided meditation that will help you with mindful reflection and improve the quality of your sleep. There are many reasons why you should practice mindful reflection and whatever reason you choose, it will help you 
to get more insights about your thoughts, feelings, values, beliefs and aspirations you have. Doing mindful reflection just before you go to sleep can be very beneficial as it will calm your mind and allow you to have that good night's rest that is just perfect for you. Perhaps you tried reflecting before, but that only kept you awake and on top of everything, even worried because you are not getting enough sleep. Sometimes we keep asking ourselves why this is happening, instead of asking what is happening. This small change can help us create a useful habit of calm, this mindful reflection, and you can fall asleep easily every time. What helps you prepare for sleep and to fall asleep faster? Being worried and upset or being calm and doing something that helps you to relax and calm your mind? You can become more relaxed and calm at will if you make a list of a few things that you could do to prepare yourself for sleep and create a useful habit to help you relax and fall asleep more quickly and calmly every night. You can practice a breathing technique, start a journal or simply find and listen to a guided meditation or sleep hypnosis, to mindfully reflect before you fall into a deep sleep, just like right now. One of the most popular breathing techniques is the 4-5-6 method. This technique helps you calm down and slow down any racing thoughts you may have. It's very simple. All you have to do is take an inhale breath to the count of four. Then at four, hold your breath to the count of five and finish by slowly exhaling to a count of six. Let's do it together. Make yourself comfortable and at ease to fully experience the relaxation that this breathing technique brings. Start now by slowly inhaling 
for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath for five. One, two, three, four, five. And let go of the tension now, slowly exhaling for one, two, three, four, five, six, and completely relax now, just like that, completely relax now, and when you are ready, take another deep Slow breath in now, four, three, two, one, and hold it for five seconds, one, two, three, four, five, and let out and relax, one, two, three, four, five, six, feeling more relaxed, and completely relaxed now, you can continue your relaxation with this breathing technique, or just by following my voice, and the sound of this guided meditation until you fall into a deep, restful sleep. That's it, just relax, breathe, and become aware of small movements that your body is making while you are inhaling. and notice when you are more relaxed, is it when you breathe in, or when you breathe out, and how is that relaxed awareness affecting other parts of your body that are getting relaxed? right now, notice how much more you are getting relaxed right now, and you notice that your legs are becoming relaxed, and you notice that your fingers and palms are becoming relaxed. how much more you are getting relaxed as your awareness travels up from your fingertips and palms to your forearms, arms and shoulders, your neck and back, all getting more relaxed now. 
the muscles on your forehead, all the tiny muscles around your eyes, and all the muscles around and inside your mouth are getting relaxed now, that's it, just like that. Continue to relax as I count down from 10 to 1 when you will let go of all remaining tension and double your relaxation. Searching for mindful reflections and guided meditations that will help you mindfully reflect and fall asleep faster. As soon as you find the recording, you realise that relaxation, calm and a good night's rest is just one click away. Press the play icon and imagine yourself making the final adjustment, putting your phone or player down and resting your hands just like now, 
and just like that. The meditation starts and you see yourself listening to all the peaceful sounds of this guided meditation, including my voice that is gently guiding you into a deeper, more relaxed state of mind, ideal for mindful reflections, to suspend all worries, and to just let go, relax, and fall deeply and fast asleep than before. Visualize yourself doing the breathing technique while listening to this meditation and imagine yourself going deeper and deeper into a relaxed state of mind each time you do this. The more you use this technique, or any other technique, the easier it is to become completely relaxed, to do mindful reflections, and to fall asleep every time you go to bed. And as you see yourself listening to this meditation in the back of your mind, you start to ask yourself meaningful questions, questions that will allow you to understand your thoughts, feelings, values, beliefs and aspirations you have. And the answer to these questions will make you feel at ease and improve the quality of your sleep. Listen carefully to these questions and more importantly, listen to the answers that are coming to you. Who am I really? What matters? most in my life? Am I living true to myself? Am I using my time wisely? What do I need to change about myself? You calmly observe your thoughts, feelings and images in your mind images of your answers, and by doing so, you tell your unconscious mind to support your mindful reflections, and offer solutions to improve your life, and your intention for healthier sleep. As you are doing mindful reflection, and listening to answers, you are instructing your unconscious mind to create and send 
all necessary signals to your entire body for you to relax, let go, release all tension and suspend all worries and understand the deep meaning behind your thoughts, feelings, values, beliefs and aspirations you have. Who am I really? What matters most in my life? Am I living true to myself? Am I using my time wisely? What do I need to change about myself? One can fall deeply asleep you know just by visualising falling asleep right now because your unconscious mind will follow your intentions and desires instantly when you relax and imagine what you have to do to sleep that is why you will be falling asleep whenever you imagine yourself falling asleep you can do this anytime you want anytime you feel because you are in control of yourself and if it happens by any chance that you wake up at night you can now start looking forward to going back to sleep because this is the part of your night's rest where you can be aware of real relaxation calmness and tranquility and that you will experience this every night as you go to bed sound asleep and you won't fear waking up in the night if you do you embrace it because it means you have been asleep and it means you can get to sleep easily again you can use these minutes to do what's best for you you could even write down a dream you're having or simply press that play icon again for a new or continued guided meditation and just leave everything to me as I gently guide you back to that peaceful place of relaxation calmness where deep sleep happens where rejuvenation happens every time you let go you release all tension suspend all worries and mindfully reflect and imagine yourself falling back to sleep with ease effortlessly just like now and just like that my voice and all other signs 
of guided meditation that you're listening to right now or any time then will help you fall asleep faster than before. Whatever amount of sleep you have from now on is enough for you to receive all the benefits of a good night's rest and it's working for you because you know how to relax, stay calm and fall asleep anytime you want, including right now. Any minute now, my voice will fade away and I will leave you with calming sounds of this meditation to naturally fall asleep. You are completely prepared to fall into a deep sleep now. Your mindful reflections can continue to happen even when you fall asleep and don't be surprised when you wake up feeling refreshed in the morning knowing exactly what to do to improve the quality of your life. In a moment I'm going to count down from 10 to 1 when you will let go of everything and fall asleep naturally on your own. 10, 9, prepare yourself to let go of everything. 8, 7, asking the right questions. 6, 5, listening to answers. 4, 3, allowing conscious minds to provide you with healthier sleep every night. Two, one, let go of everything. That's right, just like that. Rest, refresh, recharge as you fall asleep right now.